everyone. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Timmy TPFL. It's Thursday. It is December 5th. It's 2019, which means we're here to talk some football. It's week 14, and I'm joined by my good buddy, Will, Chief Justice 06. Chief, how are you doing, my friend? Doing good, man. Doing good. It's been a good good couple weeks for the most part for NFL, so I'm definitely ready to hop in this week and, and get rolling, man. So, I, I'm excited. Hopefully, we, we help the people make some money as usual. And, uh, you know, definitely good, glad to to be back on the pod, man. This is always a highlight of my week, so I'm, I'm pretty pumped. I just, I just really hope that I don't have, like, a Ronald Jones dud. Like, he, he, man, he killed some really, really good teams last week. Like, I was on my way to a monster week last week, and it was just – it's just one of those things where I really hope that – this week, this weekend, we don't have a Ronald Jones type dud uh, because I was really I was way overweight on him. Yeah, yeah, I had some Ronald Jones as well, and of course Peyton Barber got the vulture. And ah, uh, boy, you know what what could have been, but hey, let, let's let's get it this week, man. The millionaires are still being made. Yes, sir. Let's jump in. If you guys haven't already, make sure you head on over to our sponsor site, fantasydraft.com. Awesome sponsors of the podcast. Each and every day, they're bringing you guys the podcast for free, helping us out. Um, And they have a $200,000 Hooters main event contest up for this weekend. If you play, if you play $100, you will pay for the $6 membership that it costs to play up to $1,000, and you will play rake-free for your next $900. So <laughs> if you have not checked them out, the only rake-free DFS site out there, make sure you're checking out Fantasy Draft. They got a lot of awesome stuff going on for players over there, so make sure you're checking them out. Uh, let's get started here, Will. Thursday Night Football, Dallas-Chicago. This game stinks. Um, this game just smells bad. It has a 43 total, and Dallas is favored by three. What do you like here for the Cowboys? Uh, not as much as I, I, I thought I may have liked. I mean, look, when you're looking at showdown, uh, you definitely want to uh, try to get some exposure. I actually think Dak would be my favorite Cowboy just because if they have to pass this ball to win. Uh, Zeke just really hasn't been getting it done this year in terms of Upside. I mean, he had a really nice game against Buffalo there because they were just down so much. I had 10 targets, seven receptions, but he hasn't really seen that most of the year, so I'm not banking on that. So, you know, on the Cowboys side, I think it's full steam ahead with Dak, uh, full steam ahead with a little bit of Randall Cobb, full steam ahead with Gallup, full steam ahead with Cooper. Um, I I think that's the way I'd approach the Dallas offense. I, I don't mind Zeke in a flex, but I think I'd go 100% fade him in the captain's spot. Yeah, I like – honestly, I really like the quarterbacks and captain. I don't ever tend to, like, load up on captain quarterbacks, but I like the quarterbacks on both sides for captain spots. So, um, I do like Amari Cooper a lot in this spot. He's probably my favorite play outside of Dak from Dallas in this game. Um, I think he has a good matchup here. And, you know, Dallas is – their wide receivers are averaging the most fantasy points per game this season. So, don't get lost on that. So – Really like the spot for Cooper. I don't mind Gallup. I don't mind Cobb. I could see a guy like Witten being a difference maker, just, you know, underneath passes, you know, seven, eight targets, 5,600. Or I guess he's not even that much because I'm looking at the captain spot. So, like, I think Witten's, um, you know, interesting here as far as that goes. So, um, 
I guess he is 5,600, but um, yeah, like, you know, and then you look at the Chicago side of things, like, I think you could take shots on David Montgomery in the captain spot. I don't love it, but if he scores a couple touchdowns, I think Trubisky, like I said, he's interesting, you know, with Taylor Gabriel out, I, I think Miller is a guy that, you know, at, at 7k, he's, he has 33 targets over the last three games. So obviously it was super chalk last week against Detroit, but you know, this is another spot. They're going to, they're going to need him in this game if they're going to keep this game close. So um, Anthony Miller, another guy that I really like here. Yeah, I like Miller and the captain this week, man. Um, if he's going to keep getting these targets, uh, last week, you know, he had nine catches for 140 yards. The week before that, uh, six catches for 77 yards. The week before that, six for 54. Uh, if he's going to keep getting this type of target share, if he gets in the end zone, uh, look out. He could be on his way to a big day. So I just – I think what he provides us in the captain is the ability to jam in, you know, one extra, you know, upside guy versus going all the way up. So that's kind of why I like I like Miller in the capture here. I think you can get that. Uh, I think you can get Trubisky as well. And I think you can get Robinson in there. And you can still sprinkle in uh, either a kicker and another upside play or, or something like that. So, I, you know, I just – I, I kind of like Miller. There. I think he gives you – he's kind of in a sweet spot for salary in that captain area. Yeah, the other guy that I really like here is Javon Wims. Um, you know, he, he obviously saw Good a decrease in snaps. Yeah, played thir- played 92% of the snaps last week without Gabriel. He ran 34 routes. Robinson ran 36 and Miller ran 38. Like, he's running just as many routes. So, uh, I think Wims is a guy that at 3,200 is probably going to be one of your chalky value type plays here. Um, outside of that, like, I don't really love a ton of value plays. You know, Tavon Austin had quite a bit of targets last week against Buffalo, but it's hard to really trust that. Uh, but he is 1,200, so if he gets some catches, he can pay it off. Both these kickers have been very inconsistent this season. Both these defenses have been very inconsistent this season, but it's showdown slate. Like, I'm, I'm not fading any of those guys. Right. There you go. All right, well, let's move on here and get to the main slate, the juicy stuff. We got Washington at Green Bay, 41.5 total here. Green Bay is favored by 13 in this game. Uh, is there anything here on the Washington side that you like? No. Yeah, like if we knew that like Geis or Peterson were going to get a bulk amount of the snaps and like, you know, we could count on one of these guys, I think we would be a little bit more interested you know, Green Bay is a team that's ranked 28th in DVOA against the run. Like, they're large field, very risky tournament plays because neither one of these guys played over 40% of the snaps. They had 10 and 13 carries. Like, Chris Thompson's back. He's healthy. Unless we get news that one of Peterson, Thompson, and Geis are inactive, um, coach's decision type thing, like, I just don't see anything here. Um, you know, we know that a lot of the targets, if they get behind in this game, are going to go to McLaurin. But, you know, you know, Harmon's been a guy that's been getting targets. Sims has been getting targets. I just – I don't trust anything. I'm with you. Um, like I said, large field, really risky. Geis, I don't hate it. I, I do think Geis is very talented. So, like, I have interest in him. But really, like, the only way that I'd end up with a lot of exposure is if, is if one of these guys is out for just being inactive. Um, on the other side of this game, Green Bay, I like, I like Aaron Jones here, Will, but my problem with Aaron Jones right now is like 
it has almost gotten to the point where it is 50-50 between Jones and Williams. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, the, the other thing, too, is, you know, how is this game going to go in terms of the passing game? And the reason why I say that is because – so last week, if, if you watched the game, it was a blizzard. I assumed I – assumed that they would lean more on the run game. And lo and behold, Aaron Rodgers is throwing 80-yard touchdown passes. So I'm not saying that the snow prohibits everything. But, you know, my general assumption was that they would lean more on the run game. So now they're back at home this week. Um, I still have that same philosophy. However, uh, I, I, I do want to make sure I get my exposure to Aaron Rodgers here. I, I want to play some Jones. I know they kind of split. Um, I still think Jones has some upside here in this spot. Uh, but Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, uh, those have to be, I think, the main two targets here. And I don't think that's a secret to anyone. You want a large field tournament play. I think you can take a shot here on Jimmy Graham. Um, you know, Washington's one of the worst teams in DVOA against tight ends. They rank 31st behind Arizona. So, you know, it's not like they're getting crushed by tight ends, but they've been very bad at defending them. So if you want to take a shot on Jimmy Graham, like it has to be large field tournaments. Um, you know, and that's it. Colts and Bucks, 46 and a half total here. Tampa's favored by three in this game. Uh, what do we like here for the Colts? Well, I mean, listen, man, Pascal, I, I think we have to consider him. Um, you know, on this slate, I think he, he's going to be a fine play, a guy that, uh, you know, we need to get some exposure to here, uh, especially, you know, when Tampa Bay has just been struggling uh, in the passing game. I mean, they've just been, been god-awful, and, and, and nothing's changed, so – uh, I definitely want to get, get some exposure to Pascal. Definitely want to get some exposure to Jack Doyle. Uh, and I'm not touching the running backs. I don't feel like I have to have uh, a Brissett this week. I don't think that's necessary. I like him, but I don't love him. I don't think I have to have him. But Pascal, Jack Doyle, uh, I think those are guys you definitely want to have in your lineups. Yeah, I like Pascal. I think uh, Jack Doyle is your chalk tight end this week. Um Tampa's not good against tight ends, so it makes a ton of sense, um, especially if T.Y. Hilton ends up sitting, which it sounds like it's going to be the case. Um, I don't hate Brissett here, but I'll be honest, like, you know, when you're looking at quarterbacks in the slate, there's not a ton of quarterbacks that I love, so I think Brissett's in the player pool right now. Um, it just depends on if he ends up being there. Um, he He's kind of like that fringe type guy. Like, maybe I tighten my player pool, maybe I add another guy, but yeah, I don't love him right now, but I don't hate yeah. him. He's he's there. He's right at the price range. He has three touchdown upside. He's there. You have guys to pair him with, like he's there. So Yeah. Um the Bucks side of things here, you know, for Tampa. I I know Arians came out and said that Ronald Jones is the starter, but there I will I will have a couple teams with Ronald Jones because he burned me. And uh, if he scored two touchdowns this week, I would be extremely mad. But there, I don't see a reason to trust anything in the run game. Like, and, and I feel like it's just right back to one of Evans, one of Godwin. Maybe you take a shot on O.J. Howard because it's a really good matchup, but you don't trust it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I'm just going to kind of stick with the passing game this week. And, I mean, you know – because I don't feel like we have to uh, 
trying to load up. Look, I mean, in terms of of uh, DVOA, you know, India's 21st against the run. And I, I totally get that, but I, I you know, I, I, I've had my time as Ronald Jones. I tried it, didn't work, no big deal. I think we've got some other guys that we can get exposure to and play this week. I don't think we need him. I'm still going to continue to load up on this passing game. Uh, you know, Jameis and and uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, they've been letting us down. But, man, I just feel like, you know, they're at home. They could hang a number on anybody. Uh, I feel like I want to go right back to the well on Mike Evans here. Hasn't had a big game. Uh, man, I hate to use the term he's due, but gosh, it just feels like one of these 150-yard two-touchdown games may be on the way. Uh, so I, I, I do like him here. Yeah, I love the matchup on the outside, either side of the field that he lines up on. I think it is a good spot to play Mike Evans. I just – I hope it pays off. I, I hope it's not a Chris Godwin week. <laughs> but, you know, but I'll, honestly, I'll, I'll have exposure to both of those guys. So. Oh, boy. Uh, we got San Francisco at New Orleans, 44.5 total here. New Orleans favored by 2.5. Um, this is the game that I'm kind of struggling with. Like, when I look at this game, I don't love anything, and I know I probably should, but I like the defenses in this game. Uh, Will, what do we like here on the 49ers? Well, I mean, look, man, the 49ers, this run game, I mean, what what is going on with Raheem Mostert just breaking big runs seemingly every game now? So, I I mean, they're, they're going to be loading up on this run game. They'll go play action. I think, you know, if if that's what we're considering, I don't want to play a lot from this game, but, but I think Mostert, you know, I think you may have to get some exposure to him. Um, George Kittle to me is always in play. I mean, I don't really care who, who he's going against, and now he's down to 5,900. Um, no, he was limited, but I still think he's going to play. Only had four targets last week. Not really worried about it. They're going to be in New Orleans. Uh, perhaps this is this game ends up being a lot higher scoring than we think, even though the defenses are really good. So uh, Kittle is a guy that that I think is you know I, I may go a little overweight on this week just because he may not get the ownership especially with Jack Doyle down there. Jack Doyle's a phenomenal play, but, but Kittle's looking great. Uh, but, yeah, you know, Breda, you know, was a full percent. He's supposed to be back, but I just don't see how they don't play Raheem Monster a little bit again this week. I know they've been splitting carries. He got 19 last week. Um, I'm willing to sprinkle him in some lineups. Um, yeah, I. it's just – it's so tough to trust anything here, like – I think that the guy that I probably like the most here from the 49ers is probably Emmanuel Sanders. You know, he's 5,800. He he was right back to his normal amount of snaps last week with the rib. Like, they just – they don't have a lot of people to catch the football. It's as simple as that. Like, a lot of these young guys and Debo and Bourne and James and – good win and, and like these guys just don't catch the ball like they brought in Manny Sanders because they needed a veteran and he you know he's the guy but I like Kittle's price uh, I think Kittle and, and Manny Sanders are the way to attack this New Orleans team here and then on the other side of this game Will I I've been saying it all year I fully believe the 49ers defense is legit I know Drew Brees at home is a thing and maybe I completely whiff on this game but you're going to have to talk me into something because I don't like anything on the Saints outside of maybe like Jared Cook. <laughs> I got you, man. Um, I, I think 
if we're playing anybody or if we're playing the Saints this week, I think we're just playing them purely on the fact that Thomas and Kamara are going to get volume. And so if you think that Michael Thomas can hit his 10 catches for 100 yards and get a touchdown, which he absolutely can do, I, I think you play him. And I, I think I think if I'm doing it with, with someone, I think you do it with, with Michael Thomas and Kamara. You got to think Thomas isn't going to get nearly the amount of ownership he would on a, on a, on a normal slate against a bad defense. Um, when you look across the landscape, you've got tons of receivers in better spots like Adams at, you know, uh, uh, 300 more, Diggs at, you know, 900 less. So, I mean, so it's just – there are going to be plenty of guys that you prefer to play. Um, I don't think you have to play Thomas, but I think if you want to, I- I'm never going to say don't play Michael Thomas. He just gets too much volume for him to not get there week to week. Yeah, like I get what you're saying. Um, you know, Jared Cook, like I said, he's interesting. He has double-digit fantasy points in six straight games. He's 4,200. Maybe he works out, but like, just so everybody knows, like San Francisco allows the second fewest points to running backs and quarterbacks and tight ends, and the third fewest to wide receivers. Like this defense is legit. They rank second in overall DVOA and first against the pass. Like. They are very, very good. I have a lot of interest in the 49ers defense if they're going to be low-owned because they're in New Orleans facing the Saints. So, um, I, I agree with you on Michael Thomas. He's Michael Thomas. I, I agree with you on Kamara. He's going to get a lot of work here. But, like I said, Jared Cook is interesting at 4.2K. Um, moving on, we got Carolina at Atlanta. 47 total here. Atlanta favored by three in this game. Will, what are we looking at here on your Panthers? Oh, man. Well, first thing we're looking at is – uh, we switched coaches. Uh, we fired Riverboat Ron, and I'm actually pretty excited about it. I felt like we should have done it a couple years ago. We we just felt like we we just we've just been in a funk, man. And so I, I, I'm super pumped about it. Glad we pulled the trigger. Hopefully, what we'll get is a team that'll come out and and, and play some inspired football this week. Um, you know, a lot of guys got promoted. The secondary coach, Perry uh, Fuel, is not an interim head coach. Scott Turner is not an offensive coordinator. Um, so, you know, I, I think I think, I think think they're going to want to come out and play some fun football. The owner has said he doesn't want, you know, he, he doesn't want a season. It's been a season full of mediocrity. And obviously losing to uh, the Redskins just, just kind of took us over there. So I, I think the Panthers are going to come out and play inspired football. I know that's not numerical analysis, but against a Atlanta team that, you know, their defense, you know, we thought they had turned a corner, but, hey, they're still the same bad defense. Um, I, I love the Panthers here, and not just because I'm a fan. Um, I, I just love what, what I think they're going to do. So I'm excited about it. Uh, it's a division game. Like I said, I think the Panthers come out and play inspired football. Uh, DJ Moore, he, man, he's he's a lot more expensive now. I don't care. I talked about Curtis Samuel last week again. I think he's in play. I think Christian McCaffrey's in play. If you just stick with those three, McCaffrey, Moore, Samuel, I don't think you can go wrong this week. Yeah, I love Christian McCaffrey here. Um, I love the fact that he dudded last week and it might scare some people off. But this team scored three points against Atlanta a few weeks ago, and Christian McCaffrey had 33 fantasy points. So – uh, the upside is tremendous here for McCaffrey. The floor is high. 
Um, definitely don't mind DJ Moore, like you said. He's he he's definitely been the number one wide receiver on this team outside of Christian McCaffrey. So I like DJ Moore. I like McCaffrey. Outside of that, though, like you know, you can take shots on on Kyle Allen. I don't hate it, um, but it's hard to it's hard to play McCaffrey, Allen, and Moore. I guess you can. Like you know, you, you you're gonna have to find a way to run it back on Atlanta if you do that. But uh, let's go to the Atlanta side of things. You know, Will your Panthers have really struggled against the run. They're 32nd in DVOA against the run. We all hate playing Devontae Freeman. I really hope Devontae Freeman is not my Ronald Jones this week because I really like this spot for him. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, just hope they don't give his touchdowns to Quadri Allison at the goal line, and you'll be fine. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think Freeman's in play here. Um, you know, let, let's see. I mean, let's see what if Julio plays. I think he's going to maybe play – Julio tries to fight through. I think he'll get out there. You know, we've got really uh, – he was limited with the toe injury. I think he's going to play as well. If Julio were to sit, though, I mean, he did sit for that Thursday night game. But, you know, I, I think he's going to play this week. If, if these guys were to sit, though, I mean, you get really engaged, locked in the, uh, another massive target share here. Uh, and I think these guys would absolutely be in play. It would almost become the game stack of the week. You could take uh, McCaffrey – uh, more Ridley game. I mean, you, you could load up. So I, I think this is this is some big news to watch here. If Julio's out, I think you have to play Ridley or Gage or Ridley and Gage. I, I think I think you'll need those guys uh, to possibly get to the top of the leaderboards. Uh, yeah, obviously, if Julio sits like Ridley Gage, watch the Hooper news. Um, Graham's banged up too, so like they both could potentially sit, which could open up targets. Um, so. A lot of injury news that we're going to be watching here for Atlanta. I know it feels like basketball almost. Um, up next, we got Detroit at Minnesota 40. Three and a half total here. Minnesota favored by 13 in this game. Uh, is there anything that's standing out to you here for the Lions? You got to unmute your mic, rookie. <laughs> man, how did that happen? I don't think I've done that in a, a long time. Man, that's true. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, anyway, I, I, I don't think I'm playing anybody from, from Detroit this week. I've kind of been just fading Detroit with, uh, with, with Stafford out. It's just – and I know Kenny Galladay kind of lit us up on the Thanksgiving slate, but he really hasn't done a whole lot. Um, so I don't mind – I don't mind fading him again. I mean, he's going to be steady, but I – I'm just going to keep fading Detroit as long as uh, Stafford's out. Well, I know Bo Scarborough has been kind of running wild most games. And really, he's been getting the yardage, just not getting touchdowns. Um, maybe you sprinkle him in just because of the, the volume he's getting. And if, if one week, if, if he falls into the end zone and gets 15 fantasy points and finally gets a 100-yard bonus, uh, he's going to be a nice little, little addition to your player pool. But – I think Bo Scarborough, I know I said he didn't like Detroit, but Bo Scarborough is probably about the only guy I consider playing. There's going to be a complete fade on everybody else. Yeah, it's kind of been interesting, you know, when you're looking at um, Minnesota as a whole here. They rank 25th in DVOA against the number one wide receiver this season. So, like, you know, and they're 26th against slot receivers. So, like, this is actually a really good matchup, but you got to remember who's throwing the football in this game. So, um, I like Galladay here. I do. Um, I, I like Amendola. You know, he's a guy that saw eight targets last week with Blau's first game. Um, you know, so 
I really like Minnesota in this game. I, like, I like Cousins a lot in this game. I said that there's not a lot of quarterbacks that I love, but I like Cousins a lot in this game. Um, so I'll be running it back with some Galladay. I'll be running it back with some Amendola. I'll probably even run it back a couple times with Marvin Jones just because, like, he always seems to find, a t- like, the end zone. The week set, I'm not high on him. But I actually like the passing game here. Hawkinson probably not going to play. So I think it's going to be these three wide receivers. Um, or Hawkinson's on the IR. I forgot they did that. So, like, I just don't see Jesse James being a thing. And I just think we'll see these three wide receivers get a lot of work. And, you know, you mentioned Scarborough. I get it. Um it's just a, it's a tough matchup. I would just rather just let uh, let Blau throw thirty eight times again. Like that was that was final <laughs> game. He had some really good throws, man. We watched that game on Thanksgiving. You know, he's had a week and a half now. Like he's had an extra couple days here with that game being Thursday last week. So I, I don't know. Let's see what happens. But um, you know, I'll take some shots here. And then on the Minnesota side, I already kind of said it. Like I I love Cousins. I like Diggs a lot. If Thielen doesn't play. Um, you know, Thielen, I, I highly doubt Thielen plays this week. He, he's still not practicing. And, um, you know, Dalvin Cook's banged up. I love this matchup on paper, but unless they come out and say he's good to go 100%, like I'm probably not going to play him. I like Cousins. I like um, – I, I like Diggs a lot. And then, like, if we get any news that, that Cook's going to be limited, I think you have to give Madison a look at 4,500. Yeah, man, man. We have Dalvin Cook saying he – He's for she feels like he's for sure going to suit up on Sunday. How many times have we heard that? Uh, you know, wakes up on if, the wrong side of the bed and doesn't play. <laughs> right. So listen, if he doesn't play, Madison's your guy, and I, I don't feel like this is going to be a letdown spot. I mean, even with what he was able to do, I mean, and, and they were behind in the Seattle game, so it was a slightly different scenario. But you know, four carries, twenty-two yards, five targets, four receptions for fifty-one yards. Uh, and they were trying to set up another screen that they missed. So, uh, you know, Madison, if if he happens to get the start, just lock him in. At least that's that's what I would do. If you don't lock him, you definitely want to be over the field, I think. Um, you know, for me, Stephon Diggs, number one wide receiver on the slate for me this week uh, in, a, in a pretty nice matchup here overall. Uh, is probably going to get the target share. I know he, you know, didn't really get it done, you know, uh, against Seattle. He kind of had a little slight injury as well, but I think he'll be fine. But I, I love Dix this week. I think this is a, a nice breakout week for him. Uh, and, and then Kyle Rudolph. I, I don't mind Kyle Rudolph this week. Uh, you know, steadily heading that five to six target range. Crazy thing is he keeps getting in the end zone. They get in the red zone, and then lo and behold, he's got another one-handed touchdown catch. So uh, I don't mind that from him. I'm not saying he's going to catch a touchdown this week. Uh, he's obviously had some positive regression in that area, but uh, I just think if you're playing Cousins, I think this is a good week to play Cousins, Rudolph, and uh, and and Diggs together. I really think that could be an optimal strategy uh, against a Detroit team that has really struggled in the passing game as of late the past couple weeks. Yeah, all season by by past couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, they, were play, they were actually playing okay though at the beginning of the year. Uh, you know, they were playing well, every, lockup. Everybody's playing good at the beginning of the year because you still have a chance to make the playoffs. Like, <laughs> week three, when you realize your team stinks, you start sucking. So, <laughs> um, Denver at Houston, 41.5 total. Houston favored by 9.5 in this game. You know, Denver came out, and I think 
kind of shocked us by beating the Chargers last week. Drew Lock uh, season. Yeah, man. Um, you know, threw a couple touchdowns. Didn't look too, too bad there. Um, you know, Houston allows the fifth most fantasy points to quarterbacks and the fourth most to running backs. They're 25th in DVOA against the pass. What are we looking at here for Denver? Man, uh, so Drew Locke did lose the game for him. Did throw one interception, but didn't lose the game. Uh, didn't have a whole lot of passing yards. 28 attempts, 134 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, I mean, man, I just it are these receivers going to get the volume? Because you have to anticipate Denver's going to be behind, right? Uh, Sutton, I mean, he got there last week on five targets, four catches, seventy-four yards, and and uh, and two touchdowns. But you can't expect that every week, and so I'm not expecting that this week. We'd have to see a lot more volume here. I think if you're playing this team. You know, you get a sprinkle of Sutton. I don't even know how much I really want, but just a sprinkle and maybe a sprinkle of Lindsey um, and just, just kind of move on. I don't think I want to play anybody else. Yeah, like you got to tell a story here with your team when it comes to Denver. Like I actually don't mind Drew Locke at his price. I think he could throw for a couple touchdowns, even if they're garbage time. Like um, I think Sutton gets a lot of targets in this game. Noah Font dropped a touchdown last week. Um, but yeah, Sutton's your guy. His target share is 25%. Nobody else on this team is over 16%. So he's running the routes. You know, he's playing the snaps. Man, if Philip Lindsay gets 17 carries in this game, he could crush. Um, this team's been really bad against the run since JJ Watt got hurt. So um, I, I think Philip Lindsay's in play. If you think they're going to be trailing a lot and Freeman is good to go with this, like, um, I think it was rib injury. Like, if Freeman's out, Lindsey's a great play. But if, if Freeman yeah. ends up going and he's good to go, um, he's even interesting. But, you know, it's you're still taking some risk. But he's only 4K. Like, he can get five, six catches here. He ran a ton of targets last week, caught all of the balls. Like, he just – he needs to break one. Like, it just need like, he's not going to get there by having his longest catch be six yards. So, um, on the Houston side of things – not the greatest matchup in the world, but, you know, Denver has been a little bit worse on defense recently. Deshaun Watson is interesting. DeAndre Hopkins, um, you know, I'm not playing Will Fuller. I'm not playing Kenny Stills. I guess you could talk me on a Will Fuller at his price, but, you know, I just – I don't love it. Um, I like Hopkins probably the most here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's 7,400. Um, you know, initially when I when I started kind of looking at pricing, in my head I was thinking, you know, Kenny Stills may be a guy. I do think if if you're going the multi-entry route and, you know, you're looking at maybe playing some of this Houston passing game, I do still think you get a sprinkle uh, of Stills. You know, maybe not Will Fuller. We'll see how he's feeling because, man, he just keeps getting injured. But I, I think you get a sprinkle of Stills. Uh, you know, maybe – maybe a sprinkle of Carlos Hyde. I mean, when Carlos Hyde started the season, um, you know, he was kind of more of a workhorse back. You know, we were seeing him get 20 carries, 26 carries a couple of times, 19, 19. And, you know, the past couple of weeks has been 9, 6, and 10. Mind you, the Baltimore game was just around, uh, you know, the New England game, they were kind of – they kind of handled that game. So, he just wasn't as involved. But uh, maybe we could look at Carlos Hyde. I do think Deshaun Watson at 6,500 has some massive tournament appeal here. I know it's not a great spot, but this team is at home. 
Uh, they want to keep their foot on the gas to make the playoffs. And uh, 6500 I mean, we were paying, you know, 7K for this guy at certain points in the season. I don't mind him at 6500 here against Denver. Yeah, I like that call. Uh, moving on, we got Baltimore at Buffalo. 43 total here. Baltimore is favored by five and a half. Um, Lamar Jackson, no matter what. Like, it's just – it's at that point where he played the best defense in football last week. And in a sloppy, nasty, mucky, whatever you want to say, game and put up 26 fantasy points. Um, The dude is like a, you know, 3X machine. And he has (laughs) – the dude has potential to get 5X. Like, you know, Lamar Jackson – I don't care who he's playing. He's always going to be in play for me. Will, my issue this week is I don't want to play Marquise Brown. Um, you know, we have talked about it quite a bit. Tredavious White started shadowing around week nine. Like, the best game, Parker, Devontae Parker, had five catches for 80 yards on five targets. But Cortland Sutton, seven targets, one catch for 27 yards. Amari Cooper – Six targets, three catches for 37 yards. Like, Odell Beckham got shut down. Terry McLaurin got shut down. I guess Hollywood Brown could get there. But, like, if I'm pairing, I'm probably pairing with a tight end. But I really don't hate Lamar Jackson by himself this week. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, And and really, um, naked Lamar Jackson is never bad. Unless Andrews burns you for, like, you know, eight catches, 80 yards, and two touchdowns. Like, if he gets that, you want the pairing. But, you know, if it's one of those weeks where, you know, maybe Lamar throws for 220 and one touchdown and he rushes for 102 touchdowns, then Nate Lamar is going to pay off just fine. So, for me, I'm with you. I don't want to play Marquise Brown. Um, I, I, I think if you're going to play Lamar, you play Lamar, and then I think you just pair him with Andrews. And that, that's kind of the approach I would take. Um, you know, let's say if, if I was playing Lamar in 20%, I'd maybe have Andrews in 10%, uh, not 10%. If I was playing him in 20%, maybe I'd have Andrews paired with him in, you know, I don't know, 50% of the, the, the 20% that I'm, I'm running. So, um, and that's kind of my thought process there just because he really is kind of the number one target. Uh, if With Brown going to get good coverage this week, and also Brown's been hurt a lot. Um, hobble with injuries, uh, not playing a whole, you know, a whole heap of snaps the whole game. So that's kind of where I'm at. But we don't have to beat the drum. Lamar Jackson is in play every week. Every week. Every week. Um, is there anything that you like here on the Buffalo side of things? Oh, man. I, not really. I mean, I, I feel like John Brown is always in play, but um, just because of the target share. But I, I don't want to play him this week. I think if I was going to play someone for Buffalo, ironically, it'd be naked Josh Allen, and that would be about it. That's about the only thing I would do. Yeah, I don't mind Allen. Um, I like Beasley. Like, I, I think Beasley is the type of guy that's, like, crafty and gets open in this game and has a decent game. Like, I, I played him quite a bit last week, too. Price, 5400 is obviously a $1,000 increase, but – if if we're expecting like if I'm running like a Lamar Jackson naked team, I don't mind pairing it with like a Cole Beasley because uh, I'm hoping that you know they're down and like they're throwing a lot. And you know if you think about it, Josh Allen really hasn't been throwing a lot, um, only averaging 30 attempts per game. So 
I don't hate Allen. I, I don't mind that call. Um, but I, I do think Beasley is really interesting here. I think he's a guy that could be sneaky. Um, and I kind of like him more than I like John Brown, um, even though I know John Brown probably has a higher ceiling. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, not saying that I hate John Brown either. Like, I, if I play a lot of Lamar Jackson, I'll, I'll have some teams, just so you guys know, I'll have some teams out there, like, run back with John Brown, too. I'm not saying that I hate him. I just – I like Beasley a little bit more. Uh, yeah. Moving on, we got the Dolphins and the Jets. Oh, yeah. Uh, great game here. 45 total. Jets favored by five. Will play everybody. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, man. You you already know my, my philosophy, and it's been a profitable one all year. Uh, play everybody. No, nah, I'm just kidding. We can't play everybody. But um, Mr. Seeing Ghost himself, Mr. Mono himself, Mr. Sam Darnold is 6K this week, and I am willing to play the price for him. Um, I, I think this is a good spot. Uh, Jay Crowder uh, hasn't really given us the upside, but nine targets last week in Cincinnati. Man, if he gets nine targets in Miami, he might put up 30 fantasy points. So I like him. I like Robbie Anderson as well, though. Robbie Anderson is a favorite of mine this week. I've kind of been saying every week that, hey, you know, if, you, if you're playing, just get exposure to Robbie. Uh, th- this just smells like a Robbie Anderson you know, 40, 50-yard touchdown game to go ahead and get your floor points out of the way. And then everything else on top of that is gravy, so I really like him. Uh, Demarius, yeah, not not sure what's going to happen with him this week. I'm not really thrilled about playing him. And then, of course, we got to get some exposure to Ryan Griffin here this week. I, I don't think this is the week to fade Ryan Griffin. I think this is the week to get Ryan Griffin in your lineups. Um, I don't mind playing uh, Darnold with a receiver and Griffin this week. I think that's it's another spot kind of like uh, Lamar Jackson where I think it – not Lamar Jackson. Uh, God, who are we talking about? Anyway, I think it's an optimal strategy to uh, play your quarterback in this spot with the, with the uh, receiver and, and possibly his tight end this week. Uh, man, I wish Le'Veon was more involved in getting touchdowns. Um, I still think you sprinkle him in this week. If he gets 20, I, I'd almost – Kind of feel okay with that. Uh, but, yeah, I, another onslaught, man. I don't, I don't mind playing three or four Jets on this lineup as long as we're going to get some Devontae Adams on the other side. Yeah. Um, it, you know, as far as the Jets go, Sam Darnold's in play. Bell's in play. Anderson's in play. Crowder's in play. Griffin's in play. It's the Miami Dolphins. They're 32nd in overall DVOA. They stink. Um, and the good thing – about Miami is the offense has been keeping them in games. So, you know, you can really – like, I love this game stack. Like, this is a game that, like, if I had to pick a sneaky shootout game, I would pick this game. Like, I would bet the over on this game. You know, I've been saying that a lot when it comes to Miami and, like, just continues to keep hitting, continues to keep hitting. Um, you know, so, you know, you look at this game and – Ryan Fitzpatrick on the other side of this game, I think he's very much in play here. Um, he's had some monster games recently, um, you know, threw for 365 yards last week. So I, I, I like Fitzpatrick. I like Devontae Parker a lot. I don't mind Hearns and Wilson. And I know that people are going to play Patrick Lard. I probably won't play him a ton. Um, and then like Gusecki, I like him as well. So I I really worry about Patrick Lard being a bust this week. 
And I also worry about him scoring a touchdown and burning me. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I totally get it. Uh, but it, it's for sure, you know, you, you, I think at this point, I, I definitely played Devontae Parker last week, and that was one of the reasons why, you know, I, I was able to be, you know, pretty profitable. Uh, and I will play him again in this spot. The Jets haven't really stopped anybody all season. Um, you know, so Parker, I mean, look, the price is elevated. We're not getting cheap Devontae Parker. So I think what happens this week is you have to really make a decision on, okay, am I going to pay 6900 for Devontae Parker or am I going to play Calvin Ridley, who, you know, in everybody's minds is much better. So I, I, I like the pricing here. I think you have to make a decision. I still like Parker, especially if I'm going to be loading up on Jets. Um, yeah. So moving on, we got Cincinnati at Cleveland, 40 and a half total. Cleveland favored by eight and a half. Um, anything that's standing out to you here for the Bengals? Uh, man, I still, I mean, I, I had a lot of Tyler Boyd last week, and I still feel the same way I do about that situation. Uh, as long as Andy Dalton is the QB, uh, I don't mind playing Tyler Boyd. I mean, we saw last week he had 10 targets, five catches uh, for 59 yards and a touchdown. I mean, man, if he converted, you know, three or four more of those catches plus the yards, now we're looking at a guy that's pretty much over 20 fantasy points. So as long as, you know, Dalton's the QB, I, I don't mind playing Tyler Boyd. I like Boyd in this spot here. Yeah, I'm a little concerned that John Ross is supposed to come back, but I don't think that I'm that concerned that I don't have interest in, in Boyd. Um, I played a lot of Andy Dalton last week. I'll probably have some sprinkles with Dalton this week, but I don't love it. But I, honestly, if I'm going to play him a bunch last week, if I'm going to play Tyler Boyd, um, I'm going to have some shots here. So, hey, I mean, um, Dalton could have put up almost 20 last week if Mr. Mr. CJ Uzuma, Uzuma doesn't drop that touchdown. I mean, you know, totally different ball game. Yeah, it's just I don't know if he's going to make the cut for me this week. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I got you. I got you. You know, like the guy on the other side of this game, like, uh, you know, this could be a spot where Baker Mayfield balls out and, you know, reminds everybody that he is good at football. So um, I, I think he's a guy that's kind of interesting here. Um, is this the week O'Bell Beckham shows up? Is this the week Jarvis Landry continues to crush? Like, you know, it's almost like the Tampa situation at this point. Like you're, you're choosing which of these two guys you want to play, but they're both in play. Yeah, absolutely. I think the thing about Cleveland is – you know, these guys are – if they're not eliminated, they're pretty close to being eliminated from playoff contention. And that's something I meant to, man, uh, start looking at even more closely, not to have been following that. But, uh, I mean, I, I don't mind Baker here, 6,300. I like him. Uh, you know, Odell Beckham is cheaper than Jarvis Landry, as it really should be. Jarvis Landry has kind of been the primary target. I don't mind either one of these guys this week. Um you know, I, I definitely think Beckham can get there. It's not like he hasn't been getting the targets most weeks. Uh, he's still getting uh, a good target share, just not cracking 100 yards of the touchdown most weeks, which is fine. Uh, but Landry is still still the number one guy here. So I think if you're pairing Baker and you're only going to pair with one guy, I think it's Landry um, and then secondarily Beckham. Uh, main guy for me I think is Nick Chubb, and I know that Kareem Hunt, um, has really kind of taken off in this offense, getting a few carries, uh, getting the targets. Uh, but I still like Nick Chubb here, especially this week. This is one of those weeks where I feel like he could go over 100 and take it to the house twice. So uh, I like him here. Uh, I think this could be a good week for him. 
Yeah, Cleveland, Cleveland's not out yet. Um, they're two games back of Pittsburgh. Um, so they're, they're not officially eliminated yet. Like, the only teams that are officially eliminated right now are Miami, Cincinnati, Detroit, Arizona, Atlanta, New York um, Giants. So we'll, we'll have a lot more people on that list next week with, like, Jacksonville and Denver and teams like that. But um, Man, how about Jacksonville going back to, 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 the, to the stash? Oh, man. Terrible idea. Uh, we'll get there. <laughs> hey, look, it's the next game. No joke. Uh, Chargers and Jacksonville Jaguars, 43 total here. Chargers favored by three in this game. Um, Melvin Gordon's my favorite play on the slate. My, Melvin Gordon is my favorite play on the slate, and that's something that I did not think that I would say five weeks ago. Hey, man, 6,400 uh, going against Jacksonville. Have, 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 they've been having a rough time in their run defense. Uh, load him up, man. You know, we've been talking about Gordon, and he hasn't put up a monster game uh, since week 10 there at, at Oakland. I had had one before that in Green Bay. Got 20 carries last week at Denver. This week they're at Jacksonville, 4 o'clock game. Weather should be okay, hopefully, as long as it's not raining or, or you know, a mud pit down there. Shouldn't be. Uh, I'm with you, man. Melvin Gordon, really, really, really good play this week. Uh, don't mind Keenan Allen still getting a, a sufficient amount of targets. Has had some nice weeks here as of late. Uh, don't mind Hunter Henry either. Uh, but bottom line, man, Melvin Gordon is your guy. I, I'm never going to write off Austin Eckler just because he's really involved. Um, so get him in your life. Sorry, I had to sneeze there. That's all good. Mike Williams is 4,500. He has yet to score a touchdown yet this season. So – He's doing – like, he put up 19 fantasy points last week without scoring a touchdown, and he's 4,500. Um, Mike Williams very much in play as well. Um, you know, the other side of this game as far as Jacksonville goes, yeah, Minshew is is interesting for, for fantasy purposes because, like, he's a little bit more mobile than Nick Foles. But I don't know, man. I, I feel like Nick Foles not getting a fair shake here. Um you know, but hey, what am I? What am I? I'm a I'm a dude that's sitting here, and you know, one thing that we know is when Minshew was playing quarterback, DJ Chark was a guy that he looked at a lot. So, if you want to play DJ Chark here, I'm not going to talk you off of it. It's not a great matchup, but honestly, I kind of I kind of don't love this game, I, or Jacksonville at least. Like, I, I think that people are going to go back to Fournette. And I think he's in play. I just don't love him either. Like, I know the volume's there, but I feel like he's a guy that could easily bust in this spot too. Yeah, and I mean, you know, the past couple of weeks he's been getting there on on target volume. So, you know, uh, six, uh, five catches, seven catches, nine catches, nine catches. Listen, I'm all for it, man. Like, he, he's getting the volume. Um, but, you know, if he doesn't get work in his passing game, then, you know, he's kind of been a dead duck. So, I don't mind Fournette at 7,800. I think, I think you play Fournette at 7,800 this week if you're deciding to maybe fade a Christian McCaffrey or fade a Dalvin Cook. I think if you're playing McCaffrey or Dalvin Cook, I don't think you can afford to play Fournette in your lineups. And that's kind of the, the, the thought process I have behind some of these mid-tier guys like Fournette and, uh, and Le'Veon Bell. All right. Um, Pittsburgh at Arizona. 
43 and a half total here. Pittsburgh favored by two and a half. Um, Devin Hodges back at the starting again. Like, yeah, you know, he wasn't terrible last week. Um, picked up a win. And, you know, to Tomlin, that's enough, right? Like, all they're trying to do right now. My problem with Pittsburgh is if Juju sits and Connor sits, like, I, obviously you could take a shot on, like, Benny Snell here. Um, maybe take a shot on Washington or Johnson or Vance McDonald because it's tight end against Arizona. But, like, you can't trust anything here. You know, there's nothing you can trust here outside of the fact that, like, if Connor doesn't play, Benny Snell could crush in this matchup. Yeah, man. Um, and uh... – you know, it's really interesting to me that DraftKings with the dynamic pricing, they keep getting NBA wrong, but in NFL, they're just – they're going to go ahead and price up Vance McDonald an extra 900 bucks this week from last week. And McDon- Vance McDonald hasn't really done a whole lot all season. It's been in that 3K range most of the year. And all of a sudden, they're playing Arizona. He gets almost a $1,000 increase. So, kudos to DraftKings. Where you know, so I think it makes you make a decision – this week, man, I like tight ends against Arizona, but Jesus, and they have—they really haven't let me down all season. Even even the tight end from San Francisco got their unlimited target share. I I, I want to play Vance McDonald. I'm not sure if I can, uh, but obviously, you know, if you just want to just say, "Hey, tight ends against Arizona," I, I, I don't I don't mind it at all. James Washington has really been dynamic in the past couple of weeks. Uh, he's doing it on the explosive play, though, uh, not volume. He's doing it on the explosive play. Uh, if he gets an explosive play in this game, you may need him. If not, um, I don't think we can bank on that this week. Uh, so I, I'm really I'm really down on this Pittsburgh offense. Uh, I don't think I'll be playing anyone. And I think I'm going to even fade Vance McDonald. can load up on the defense, though. Yes, you can. Yes. Uh- you know, I don't hate Kyler Murray by himself here. I don't hate Kenyon Drake. I think he's okay. Christian Kirk has big play potential, but, like, I, I like Pittsburgh defense here. I really don't love Arizona. Christian Kirk is so cheap, and we know his ceiling is massive. So, like, I, I don't mind taking some tournament shots on him, but, like, I, I don't see, like, a core play here for me. Yeah, man. I know I kind of put out a funny – Thing on Twitter last week, but man, <laughs> David Johnson, <laughs> oh man, went went down in price again. He's down to forty two hundred. Uh, listen, uh, Carolina, if you're listening, let's just go ahead and free David Johnson from Arizona, and now we can have two wide receivers at the running back position. Uh, man, I, I'd love to see some David Johnson, Christian McCaffrey in the same backfield, some two running back sets, kind of like what they have going on there in Cleveland. At any rate. Uh, you, you can't. You just can't play David Johnson. That was just a joke, folks. But I, I'm with you, Kyler Murray, 5800. Don't mind him naked. Uh, he could definitely get there. Still throwing the ball a ton. Uh, but that's about it. I don't think I want to play Kirk this week or Larry Fitz. You know, I know Kirk's got big play potential, but this Pittsburgh defense has been pretty serviceable most of the year. Uh, I'm with you, Kyler Murray, naked. If I was going to play anybody. All right, moving on. We got Tennessee at Oakland, 47 total. Um, Will, I, I am fully taking all the credit here and saying that I was 100% right on Ryan Tannehill and everybody else was wrong. Um, uh, that's all I'm saying. Like, nobody else wanted to give this guy a fair shot, and I never never not took, uh, you know, what, what Tannehill's been able to do. Like, I, again, I don't think he got a fair shake. I think he's too cheap for this matchup against Oakland this week. Um, I think he's really interesting. 
I like Derrick Henry a lot. And I could see pairing Tannehill and Henry together here because of their price. Um, so I don't love any of the wide receivers. I think A.J. Brown, probably my favorite of the group, but I don't trust anything. I, I think that <laughs> – you know, you can play Tannehill naked. You can play Tannehill with Henry. Um, but, you know, I think this is a really good spot for Ryan Tannehill, who has shown us time and time again that he's a lot better than anybody wanted to give him credit for. Well, yeah, for sure. For sure. And I mean, this is pretty much kind of the spot, uh, one of the premier spots of the week. Uh, I don't want to call it the late night hammer. But, I mean, man, you know, what Derrick Henry's been doing here recently has just been – uh, nothing short of amazing, putting up some nice fantasy performances. Last three weeks, man, 188 yards rushing, 159 yards rushing, 149 yards rushing, 26 carries, 19 carries, 23 carries, and five touchdowns uh, to polish it off. So I, I don't hate Derrick Henry. This is another good spot for him. I don't hate Tannehill. And I'm with you, man. I think this is the spot. You just run Tannehill and Henry together, and, and I think you can get away with it just fine. Uh, I don't hate – you know, I, I was kind of looking at John Lou Smith, but he's not getting enough volume. Um, so, I, I'm just – I'm not as interested. But I've been trying to keep my eye on his targets and see if something goes up or, you know, kind of see what's happening. But it's just not getting there. Uh, Tannehill and uh, and Henry, those are your two guys. All right. Um, and then on the other side of this game, Oakland – you know, Tennessee defense is, has been a lot worse recently than they have been all season. Um, you know, I think Waller is a guy that, like, he's your top target getter on this team. Like, he's your wide receiver one. Um, so, I think he is a really interesting pivot off of some of these other tight ends. Um, you know, Tyrell Williams is 5K. He's a guy that can score a touchdown, but you know, I, I struggle here. Like, you know, Renfro is not expected to play. Is this a week that, like, you know, we just see massive amount of targets to Waller? Or do they mix in, you know, a, a guy like Zay Jones or somebody here? Like, you know, I don't trust anything outside of Waller. And I really don't hate Jacobs. Like, he's okay. But uh, if I'm if I'm thinking Tennessee gets up in this game, I'm trying to run it back. Like, Jacobs probably not my favorite play. Yeah, um, I don't mind Tyrell Williams. Uh, I think he could be good for us. I actually don't hate Zay Jones now that uh, we don't have any Renfro. Like, I feel like he's even more in play. Obviously, Waller is, I think, going to be a, a better choice. But, you know, Zay Jones down there and, you know, at the bottom of the totem pole there in terms of pricing this week with no Renfro. Uh, you know, Renfro was getting, you know, a few targets a game, seven, five, six, six. Past four weeks, seven five six five. Excuse me. The past four weeks, prior to that, four three two. I mean four three five. I mean he. So you got to think those couple targets will go somewhere. Zay Jones has been getting a couple. I, I don't. I don't hate him this week in terms of value uh, wide receiver. But I'm not playing Derek Carr. I know he's five K. I'm, I'm just not playing Derek Carr. Um, point blank. I, I don't hate Josh Jacobs, but I'm not playing Derek Carr. Play Drew Locke instead. Kansas City at New England, the game of the week. Uh, 48 and a half total here. New England favored by three. Um, this game right here is scream shootout. Like, no doubt about it. This is going to be everybody's favorite game for all the right reasons. Um, you know, you got a New England team that's 10 and 2. You got a Chiefs team that's 8 and 4. You have, you know, two, two of the best teams in the AFC. 
this is going to be a fantastic football game. Um, let's start with the Chiefs. We know that Belichick likes to take people away. We know the New England defense has been really good this season, but it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, I like Mahomes. We have to, I guess, kind of assume that they would like to take away Tyreek Hill. I think they're going to take Kelsey away. You think it's going to be Kelsey more than Tyreek Hill? Tyreek Hill is just so tough to take away because of his speed. Well, I mean, but if that's the case, then everybody else is in play. I mean, because their whole team is speed. Hill, Watkins, Hardman, even Robinson. Now, Robinson, we're not worried about him. He's not on the field as much anymore. But, I mean, Hardman's got speed. Hill's got speed. Watkins has got speed. I mean, and to, to a certain degree, even LaShawn McCoy still has a little bit of speed. So, I, I, I think for me, if they're going to take away – if we feel like they're going to take away Kelsey – I'd just rather play Mahomes naked. Because um, so, I don't like, like the price on Hill. These two teams played last year, we all remember. It was 40-43. to 43. It, was, it was a fantastic game to watch. Tyreek Hill had seven catches for 142 yards and three touchdowns. Kelsey had five catches for 61 yards. Uh, they used Kareem Hunt a lot of the backfield last year. Like, he had over 100 yards receiving and 80 yards um, rushing. So, I – I have a hard time not, like, prioritizing uh, Tyreek Hill this week. I, his speed kills. Like, it's just so hard to – and, like, Andy Reid's a good coach, too. Like, it's not like – Yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. You know, it's not like Tyreek Hill is not going to be schemed here. Like, if this game turns into a shootout and Tyreek Hill stays healthy, he, I think he goes for 25-plus fantasy points. I, I think this is a big Tyreek Hill week, and – I think your sneaky type player is like a Sammy Watkins. Um, depending on who plays running back, like if Damian Williams doesn't play because he didn't practice again Wednesday, like maybe this is a week to, you know, take a shot on Shady. Maybe this is a week to take a shot on, um, you know, Darrell Williams. So it, it's just – it's such an interesting – or I guess Darrell Williams is not supposed to play either. Like if Damian Williams doesn't play, like LaShawn McCoy might be one of those guys that I end up playing a lot of. Yeah, man. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I kind of like Shady here. Here's my question to you. Here's the question I pose. If I told you right now Tyree Kill got only 25 fantasy points, would you play him for 8,100 or would you take your chances on building another lineup with some other receivers? I'd probably play Tyree Kill. Like, you give me 25 points at 8,100, I'll find value elsewhere. Like, <laughs> like I, me, I got give you. Me, give me those 25 points. I, I guess, like, the other thing that we have to worry about here is, you know, Darwin Thompson, you know, Reed came out and said that Darwin Thompson earned more playing time. So maybe he's the sneaky play. Like this is such a, <laughs> such, it's a fun game because if, if Belichick does his thing and takes somebody away, like, and like I said, I, I personally think they're going to try to take Travis Kelsey away. We saw that last year, Tyree kill and everybody else becomes interesting. Patrick Mahomes becomes interesting. Like, it just becomes a fun game. And, you know, when you go to the New England side, we know how bad Kansas City is against the run. And we know that if if New England gets down a little bit in this game, like James White could break this slate like he did last week against Houston. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, I mean, you know, he got down. They had him in the game. I mean, man, just vintage 
you know, almost playoff time, James White, 14 carries, 79 right. yards, eight catches, 98 yards, two touchdowns. Just it's, – it's what he does. It's weird. It's, it's so weird that, you know, he, he does these things. He gets in the playoffs and just murders. And so I like him. I like him in this spot as well because I do think they'll need him. I know they're in New England, but I still think New England could very easily uh, be down in this game. Uh, and if that's the case – I, if, if we think New England is going to be down, I'd almost rather just side with Brady at 6,100 and take the, the savings and, and pair Brady up with his receivers. I still really like Edelman. Um, I know Edelman has been, been kind of struggling, but, man, you know, he's still getting massive amounts of targets every week. And so every week he's – I think he's just in play. Um, and that, that's about where I'm at. I think in this spot, you know, you take Brady, you take White, you take Edelman and you roll it from there. And I know Philip Dorsett could catch a 20, 30-yard touchdown pass. You know, he got a few targets. You know, I know Sanu could maybe do something. I know Ben Watson could maybe do something. But bottom line is, uh, I think you take, you know, the ones that, that brought you here, man. And so you roll with James White, you roll with Brady, you roll with Edelman. If you're playing this as a game script where New England's going to be down, and like Will, Will and I just talked about, one of the best large field tournament plays on this entire slate is Jacoby Myers. Um, he outsnapped Sanu by a lot last week. He outsnapped Dorsett. He had seven targets at 16 targets over the last two games. He is so sneaky here at 3,500. It's a large field tournament play, but if he gets five for 50 and a touchdown at 3,500, like he could just be that sneaky, sneaky value play um, that just gets you there. So if he gets 15 plus fantasy points, which is I don't think it's crazy. Like he's had he's had some decent games this year. Jacoby Myers, large field tournament. If you think that New England's going to be down in this game, he's just a large field tournament player. That's all he is. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure, for sure. All right, moving on, cruising on to Sunday Night Football. Fantasy Draft Yahoo has this on their main slate. We got Seattle at L.A. taking on the Rams, 46-and-a-half total here. Rams favored by one in this game. Um, you know, obviously this game pretty important uh, as far as playoffs go. You know, the West is really, really close, um, you know, especially in the wild card and stuff. So, like, you know, Rams don't want to lose. You know, Seattle's 10-2. and two. They, they can kind of afford to lose. But, no, you know, obviously they don't want to lose either. Um, what do we like here for the Seahawks? Man, I mean, what, what is going on out there with this running game? You know, now they've got Carson and Penny just kind of tearing up the scene down there. So uh, I think that's definitely something to look at. I kind of noticed, you know, on Monday Night Football as I was watching the game that, you know, times you think Carson was going to be in there, Penny was in there. Times you thought Penny was going to be in there, Penny was in there. What am I saying? Uh, you know, Rashad Penny, I think he's in play here. Uh, obviously, this would be a showdown slate. So I like him a lot. Um, you know, and I still like Carson here as well. Uh, in terms of, of the target share, we saw, uh, you know, DK Metcalf is, is starting to really dial up the target share. I think a part of that is because I think Tyler Lockett may still be dealing with somewhat of an injury. Uh, and maybe they're trying to preserve him and keep him out there as more of a decoy. Uh, but, I mean, if you look at the past three weeks, uh, you know, DK Metcalf has been leading this team. I think, I think you know, this could be a breakout week for him. I think you keep him there. I'm not worried as much about Jalen Ramsey. Um, because of Metcalf's speed and size. And so I like him in this spot. Um, and then obviously, you know, I don't have to convince you to play Russell Wilson. Uh, the guy's always in play. Yeah, he's pretty good at football. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard that or not, but you know, just figured <laughs> that 
I'd give you guys next level analysis here. Um, all joking aside, I, I like Wilson as well. Um, you know, when you're looking at this game as a whole here, you know, I, I think that, you know, there was a report that like Carson tapped out on the goal line. So Penny could get a, could get the goal line work. Like he gave him the touchdown and it's just like, you hear that stuff. And it's like, it, it takes, it takes predicting things out of our hands. And, you know, it just becomes more of like, chance and figuring out you know which guy you know ends up being the guy and it's just it's kind of frustrating so you know for me I don't love the running game but I could see the running game crushing and like making me mad but you know at the end of the day do you trust it um and I don't think anybody trusts it so but yeah I like Lockett I like Metcalf I like Metcalf I'm with you I think Metcalf is the play here um Hollister if you're playing showdown like he's fine um it's really it well i don't really have anything else here on that side and on the ram side of things like i don't like playing Gurley, so i want to play robert woods and i want to play cooper cup but robert woods just absolutely crushed last week and it, it didn't it's, it's never shocking when that happens with a rams receiver yeah for sure for sure um i, I think we go right back to the well on higby i'm sure he'll be priced up a little bit for the showdown um, especially with Everett, I still I don't think he was practicing. If, if I got that news right, I did look at that news to make sure I was prepared. And I don't practice think he, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, didn't practice. If he's out again, then of course, man, it's no secret you, you play Tyler Higby. Um, I, I'm not sure if I play him in the captain. Maybe you could, but uh, he would be a guy. If I didn't play him in the captain, I'd probably lock him in a utility spot because you know he's probably going to get five to ten targets. Monday Night Football, Giants, Eagles, 45-and-a-half total Philly favored by 9-and-a-half. Uh, Eli Manning is back in our lives here. <laughs> Yay! Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I'm, actually exci- I'm actually very excited about this, by the way. Uh, you- you'll find out why in a minute. Barkley, man. Captain Checkdown. Like, right back, <laughs> right back to what we love about Eli Manning here. So, uh, I'm guessing that's what you were going to say. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Saquon Barkley's floor just went from like five to like 15. Uh, this is, this is amazing. I, I never thought I'd be excited for, uh, you know, noodle arm Eli Manning to, to come back into our lives. But I just, man, I, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited. This should be fun. Um, I think, I think you can go Captain Barkley in this spot now. Uh, I don't think you have to think about it because here's here's what else is going to happen, Stevie. If they march down the field, Eli is going to ensure that Mr. Barkley gets to run it in. He's not going to try to create plays. He's not going to go down there and try to run a zone read and run it in. He's just going to say, hey, Barkley, you know, get us to the promised land. Uh, I I like it here. So I I think Barkley squarely in play. I like a couple of the receivers too. uh, But mainly for me, man, Barkley, 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 and more Barkley. Barkley, 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 and more Barkley. I'm right there with you. Um, you know, Darius Slayton continues to get a bunch of targets, so you'll just have to see what the, the injury situation here is. We love wide receivers against Philly, but, yeah, Barkley, he's the main play here for me. And then on the Philly side, big-time home favorites on Monday Night Football, Wentz, Jeffrey, um, Ertz. If Howard's back, Howard, Sanders, however you want to approach it here. Like, Philly Philly obviously is in a really good spot, but I think Alshon Jeffrey is probably your main play here. 
Yeah, I, I think him or Ertz, one of yeah. those two, I think, and and uh, Carson Wentz, of course. Um, I think I think the thing for me with Carson Wentz is if if he hits three hundred yards and throws for two touchdowns, uh, you got to think one went to one and one went to the other, um, and, and I think he could put up a monster monster day as well. So I, I like him. We saw what happened in the Miami game when he actually had to throw. He was three hundred three touchdowns, twenty eight fantasy points. Um, I don't think it'll be like that here. I think it'll be the other way around with maybe they'll be ahead. But I still like him, man. I think the guy's got the talent. You just got to stay healthy and keep and not turn the ball over. I know what happened in the Miami game. Yeah, let's go Dolphins. Keep, keep <laughs> giving away those draft picks. All right, all right, Will, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, give me a running back, not in the top five on the main slate, that you like to get over 100 rushing yards this week. Man, I really wish I could go with this guy. This one's easy. I already know we're on the same guy, which kind of sucks, but it's got to be Melvin Gordon, man, at 6,400. Yep, that was definitely the guy that I was thinking. Um, two, four, five, let's see here. Um, assuming that James Conner does not play, give me Benny Snell. Yeah, and they've got Benny priced up now. I mean, he's up to 6,100, man. I know. I love the fact that he's priced up, though. Nobody's going to play him. That's fine with me. Um, give me a wide receiver for over 100 receiving yards, not in the top five. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to go with old faithful Tyler Boyd against Cleveland. All right. With Andy and that one. I could definitely get behind that one. Um, you know, this guy is always a guy that you're always worried that if he's going to get 100 or not. But uh, give me Edelman. Um Against Kansas City, he's just—he's going to be Tom's boy in this game. They're, it's going to be a big game. Um, up next, we got tight end for a touchdown. Not the top five. Give me your tight end here. Oh man, this one was tough. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Kyle Rudolph though against Detroit. I thought you were going to take my guy there for a second. Um, give me Ryan Griffin against Miami. Gotcha. Yep, I like that call. Uh, under five K. Flex to score over 20 fantasy points. Who do you got this week? <sighs> this this was another tough one, man. Um, because the guys that I like are like right above 5K. Let's go. <sighs> let's go Sammy. Nah, let's go Jack Doyle. And I, I know he's a tight end, but he's just going to get so much volume right now against Tampa Bay. He's like another receiver now. Had 11 targets last week, 73 yards and a touchdown. Let, let's go Jack Doyle. Man, I just got a random weird feeling that Danny Amendola is going to have a big game this week. I'm going to go Danny Amendola at 4K to go for 20-plus. It's not a core play, guys, just so you guys know. Um I will be sprinkling him in here and there, and I'll probably end up over the weight on him and be complaining on Monday's podcast with Will talking basketball about how Danny <laughs> Mandola crushed, crushed my dreams on Sunday. Um, give me a quarterback not in the top five that's throwing for 300-plus this week. Uh, pretty easy. <laughs> pretty easy. Give me Sam Darnold. 6K. All right, um, I'm going to take the magic. Um, give me I figured as much. 
I love that game, man. Again, like if there's a game that I'm stacking this week, it, it's definitely that game. I think it's going to be fantastic. So, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, man. Uh, enjoy your time. Build those lineups. Uh, get as much information as you can, and we'll meet you at the top. All right, it's going to wrap it up here for Week 14 NFL. We'll be back on Friday talking some more basketball. Hope everyone has an awesome weekend playing some football. Only a few weeks left. Um, that's going to do it. We'll see you tomorrow. Good luck, and we'll see you then.